Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. Today, I sort of had fries in the studio, and they were crispy and they were nice to have. That's what that smell is. And I was, I was wondering if you guys were smelling them. Were fries. they barnyard fries? <laughs> they were barnyard I fries. Smell welcome, that. To, welcome to Barnyard Fries. Animal, with Vanessa animal style. <laughs> and hey, 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 just hey. fries served in a barn. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's in a trough. Fries. In a trough. I only have. Well, the little container you often get fries in is trough shaped. Yeah, That's basically a trough. a trough. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I eat out of. If I get fries in and out, I'm putting the, my face. Yeah, I'm eating it down. pig style. Pig style. And I hate bobbing to say for that. apple style. <laughs> yeah, <probably laughs> say pig style. Sorry. You're eating in the car. You're my pig guest. Style? I really shouldn't be calling you pig style, Thank and you. I apologize. Mm, um, yeah. But welcome to the studio. Thank uh, you. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, uh, Nick and Jensen of Very Gay Paint. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. That um, theme song is amazing. <gasps> yes. Thank Jensen you. got up and started doing fuete turns. You did a backflip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really. You, and you said, "I bet you can't." And I said, "Watch this." I like to goad my guests to do. Big stuff. So Reverse on, psychology piggy. is yeah. one of the most powerful tools come on, we have. You little piggy, yeah. do a backflip. Oh, oink, oink. Yeah, I was sort of doing a little, you know. <laughs> to be fair, Jensen is dressed as a pig. Yeah, Wait, I forgot don't... there's a visual element to this, <laughs> and I, I was like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna freaking know. Well, to the audio <laughs> listeners, you're sitting in your car, you're on your way to work, you're on your way to Seven Eleven. Yes, and you are thinking he's dressed like a pig. I can't tell you how many podcasts with a visual element yeah. I am listening to and being robbed of the opportunity to see. There's a lot and, that goes on, and you know those boys and girls and everyone mm. in between are talking about their outfits. And Big I'm time. saying, well, yeah. I'm missing out. You're missing out on the visual element of me. I'm wearing sort of white sneakers today. Yeah. That is something that's exclusive for the video. If you are listening just on the audio version, I'm mm-hmm. in a gown. I'm in a wedding gown. And a, ooh, ooh. Oh, and he just turned into <laughs> oh my God, a yeah. frog. <laughs> yeah, but a big frog, a big wet frog. <laughs> yeah, a big wet frog. Absolutely. Well, um, uh, so if you could tell the audience uh, what it is that you do about very gay paint, so they can kind of get into your mind house on why you two are perfect today to answer these calls to solve people's lives. Of course. Sure. Um, welcome to our mind house. Mm-hmm. This is sort of the Arc Digest tour of our mind house. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't expect you here. Oh, <laughs> every oh. Arc Digest tour. Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot well, this really was today. Oh my you. gosh. Um, we we run a company called Very Gay Paint mm-hmm. that uh, started as an accident in the beginning of the pandemic. We mm-hmm. uh, we were living together and painted a mural. I got like inspired from Pinterest right. to paint a mural in our apartment, um, sort of willy nilly, and then it turned out super good and all of our friends wanted it. And, <laughs> and then so, I jumped in and started helping. Yes. Yeah. Jensen is good at the physical act of painting. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't believe this, but I certainly am not. I, but I have really good ideas about what we ought to paint. It's so sure. true. So yeah. I come up with little doodles and designs mm-hmm. and then Jensen makes it so that the execution of them isn't shit and ass. Sure. Yes. We don't um, want them to be shit and ass. Yes. That would not be nice. Occasionally a client is desperate for it to be shit and ass and I have to kind of do it without Jensen. You really hate to see that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Little you, freako piggos. Those little freako piggos. And it usually <laughs> is just the piggies that want it's that. It's the little piggy, the piggy oink boys. <laughs> the slop yeah. mural. Slop, slop mural. Slop yeah, murals. Big slop mural. But well, yet, oh. to name a few of the, you've you've made, uh, designed several wonderful murals and sort of all sorts of star studded Hollywood starlets homes. Yeah. LA really made it so that um, two people who were okay at what they did, got the opportunity to paint for <laughs> dozens of celebrities. 
Honestly, it is so wild. There was an element of it where it was like, oh, well, um, you know, this celebrity had has a mural, so I have to have a mural. Yeah. There was a lot. I think really? there, was a, there was some clout happening, I Keeping think. up with the Joneses. Really? Wow. Kind of phrase people say about that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Keeping up with the Joneses? No. Oh. It's like, well, the neighbor got this, so I'm going to Yeah, yeah that was it was keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, they got a mural, so they also have to have a mural. Yes. So that way, when they come over for dinner, it's like, we got the same one. We have one. the very gay paint mural. That's right. Mm. Did you end up doing my boss Keith's house? Yes. yes. That's right. We did a gorgeous mural, but- <laughs> and we dropped the ball and getting back to them. They had to have something happened on the wall oh, that the yes, mural was right. on. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, we'd love to have you guys back because the wall has been compromised and we had to have contractors. And right. we, um, this was during a time when uh, we were checking emails once a month. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think we have the call from them though, right? It's pretty, yeah, they it's are pretty angry. It's pretty, they're yeah. very upset. Said, Listen, you little piggies. <laughs> little piggies, yeah. You've mentioned piggies a lot today, by the way, already. Well, really we're pushing the new pig merch that we're launching. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. you guys have little you piggy see, merch. If you're, if you're watching, I'm in the pig merch now. It's yeah. hats. It's gloves that look like little hooves. Oh, that's so cute. Very inconvenient to eat in, to do sort yeah, of Yeah, not practical sure. at all, but yeah. that's drag, baby. <laughs> Well, um, uh, and so anyway, to, to name a few, you just did RuPaul's house, right? Yes. Yeah. And how was that experience? You guys did that a while ago. But yes. Yeah. It was in, uh, so difficult. This was a project that the uh, the designer wanted something really specific, and it was and it, it looks pretty simple, but the math on it was so hard. <laughs> of um, it's it's like the illusion of a circus tent in a room yeah. that is sort of a box. Okay. Cool. Um, which yeah, so all of it's a bunch of lines converging in the center of the room under a chandelier that then go down the walls like a circus tent. Right. Um, it's cool. It's, it's very really cool. cool, and it is like sort of simple. It's stripes, but it mm-hmm. the wow the geometry. It on took that. so long, and then doing anything on the ceiling is a nightmare. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oof, just yeah, takes Training a lot your neck. out of you. Yes, yeah. I was really buoyed by you know being at RuPaul's houses. That's very exciting, and it is. I mean, the Arc Digest tours out, so anyone can see the inside of it. But yeah. when we went. I was like, oh my God, this is, I have to start telling everyone. It looks like if like a little kid described a mansion, you know what I mean? There's like, there's marble everywhere. There's big, there's bright colors. Yes. Uh, it is a crazy, amazing it's space. so beautiful. We did wow. not get to meet her. It was an active construction site. Oh, sure. But yes. it was fun. We yeah, were told fun. by the designer, he was like, if you ever want to meet Rue, like, it'll be easy. I can get her over here. And we, um, just got so stressed out trying to do our job that we just yeah. never followed up on that opportunity, which is good. Cause I think, I don't know. I'm great at saying something so weird on accident in it's front of true. someone. It's I have you done that before? So, a lot. Oh God. We yeah. painted for someone who ended up becoming Jensen's therapist. Yeah. We painted a therapist's office <laughs> and we were just, I don't know what you were so we were talking. They were like, take me, let me be your client. I, <laughs> I have to get into your mind palace. Yeah. <laughs> no, Nick was, Manic. Something was going on. We were like wrapping up the mural. I think I had had three iced coffees. Yeah, and we were oh, yeah. talking about restaurants, and we were, we were talking, talking about Major about Domo. Major Domo, and love Major Domo. It's yeah, incredible. Oh, it's my so favorite. Good. And I said, and you, I don't know if you can keep this in, but I went, um, <laughs> yes, that crab risotto turned my pussy out. <laughs> Like earn it, like not, like no, ironically. I, yes. I sort of did a little voice with it now, but in, in reality, I said like, yeah, crab risotto absolutely turned my pussy out. And no, I will say it was a touch of the voice you were doing. Was there it was, a little oh, bit? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a little I bit think, of like. I'd actually say the, the voice makes it more palatable. Is well, that what not true? Was the voice? I mean, could you do the voice and you sort of did a flavor of it, but I'd love to hear the voice live in the studio now so we can get a proper. The middle ground between those two. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and do my yes, impression yes. of Yeah, it. you do because that okay, maybe is okay. more accurate boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I was there and. Um, I'm good and at I impressions. <laughs> and Nick was, yeah, Nick was not present. No, so I remember he goes, uh, he goes, that crab risotto turned my pussy out. That is actually exactly <laughs> how I said it. it and, and I don't know. It's like it, when uh, in Go hereditary, when the demon goes inside Tony Collette, she's yeah. got the look of horror and then sure. she relaxes into having a demon inside yeah, her. Right. That must be what happened to me. And then mm-hmm. I said that out loud. Yeah. Right. And you regretted it immediately. And there was a hush yeah, that sort well, of they, fell over the room. Absolutely. And it was a therapist. Palpable was, yeah. the amount of um, uncomfortable I had made at the whole room. Yeah. And those are licensed professionals. Yeah. yeah and how old is the therapist? Probably like 30. Okay, got it. Yeah, I was yeah. in my head at 70 year old. <laughs> Seven-year-old therapist. Yeah, I think and I would. The demon would have had the wherewithal to not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, well, that's glorious. And uh, the phones are ringing off the damn hook. Great. Okay. So we absolutely have to get to the calls. Of course. Yes. Um, 
And uh, people know this, but if they like the show, they can obviously subscribe on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. And if they love the show, they can consider joining us on Patreon, where there are extended versions of every episode, including this one, where we discussed the mural that you did at my house, and also a couple other fun, flirty little things. So if you like that stuff, you can go over there. And there's also bonus episodes every Friday. They're wild and wacky and weird, and it's really quite nice, actually. Those are for the piggies. Those, Those are, are the, the piggies. piggies. <laughs> oink, oink, everybody. That's what I call the fans. Yes, the piggies. <laughs> um, but uh, let's get to the phone lines here. We have got a couple very special little calls oh here. Miles, help. <laughs> I'm going to Italy next week. I leave in four days. I'm going to a wedding. I don't know the people. It's my boyfriend's best friend. They're so bougie. Obviously, they're getting married in Italy. How do I, how do I behave? Hell yeah. How do <laughs> I not let them know that I am white trash? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to go to things like this. I've never been to a wedding like this before. What do I do? So we're going to go ahead and give a wedding etiquette ah. to someone that is in need of our... Okay. It's, it's Princess Diaries. It's, it's Anne Hathaway that called it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person and I'm here to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Okay, I hear you now. <laughs> okay, wonderful. I'm here with Very Gay Pain. Hi. 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 I love um, your problem. It's, yeah. it's a great problem. It's a wonderful <laughs> problem. It's a wonderful it problem. It is a good to problem have. to have. Now, uh, why don't you give us some more context about what's going on and how you're feeling about going to Italia? So I'm so excited about it. My boyfriend's best friend is getting married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know them. I've never met them. All I know is they're super bougie sure. and sophisticated, and I'm not. Can I, I ask see. where in Italy? It's called like Lagarda. Lagarda. Laguardia. Laguardia. Uh, <laughs> Not I love Laguardia. Laguardia. Yeah, yeah. Oh my uh, god! Trash like at The Hudson News in Laguardia is just <laughs> the best you can get. A special off place the press. <laughs> um, so you're sort of worried about how to behave because these are fancy people. Yeah. Now, yeah. is your boyfriend's best friend? Has he or she mm -hmm. or they? What's quick pronoun check? Yeah. He, he got it. Um, do you feel like the bouginess is uh, him, his soon-to-be uh, spouse, or um, both? It's both of them. Got it. Okay. And have you seen pictures of them? <laughs> yes, they're gorgeous. Okay, that's a problem. Uh, a yeah. lot of sexy people in Italy. I, I mean, it is a problem. That's going to raise the stakes that's for you and how you behave. Big yes. time. Yeah, because if there's hot people around, it's really hard to focus on what you're supposed to be doing. And yes. then also hot, bougie white people don't have a lot of leeway for anybody else's experience. That's a really good point, yeah. actually. Exactly. Um, I want to paint the picture of sort of where you are right now, which is that which is a fabulous place and why I got so excited about this call, which mm. is that you are currently in the makeover sequence from Princess Diaries. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I'm going to dye my hair tonight. I'm getting a haircut on Sunday. <laughs> but you know what? I don't even have a dress yet. I leave on Tuesday. Oh. I fucked myself so bad. Oh, my oh. God. You don't have that much time. Tuesday? Wow. It's I, Saturday. Look, okay, so. My boyfriend my gave me the wrong dress code. Oh. And I just found that out like oh, like a week ago. This is a real movie moment, and I need you to, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. I need the truth, <laughs> and I need the answer here. Are you okay. getting bangs? No. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a stressful situation. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> because I feel you like you're in your right look, mind. Been, been there, done that. Oh, we're not going to do it again. She said, I'm a grown woman. What do you think? <laughs> Can I ask where you're from? Colorado. Small town, middle of nowhere. Small town. Okay, Got so it. And we're trying to get a fabulous dress before Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Is that where you live right now? Colorado, yeah. You're but there more now. towards Denver. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like you have the resources to find something very glamorous and to do um, like sort of an overnight shipping situation? Mm. I yeah. mean, glamorous-ish. Okay. I hate to say, you know, fast fashion is bad, but in this case, you may need a speedy fashion yeah. <laughs> to be on your side I know here. It. Well, it's, listen, the dress will I be made. Yeah, the dress is already made. No matter where you're getting the dress from, at this on this day, it yeah. is made. It's done. 
Yes, it's, it's getting somewhere. it's that's getting true. it to you that is the issue. Telling me just find a dress in Italy, but that's so risky. Yeah, yeah. that is risky and it's expensive. And I just have some questions for mm-hmm. you just to gauge where you're at. Of mm-hmm. course, what's your favorite aperitif? Mm. <laughs> don't even say that word to me. Okay, exactly. I don't, okay, what? There we go. That's that's that answers a lot of questions for me. We're in danger. I'm gonna tell you what. We are in danger. We're gonna be giving you a masterclass in how to be fancy, and there are only five rules. Of course. Luckily, rule number one is have a piping cold glass of ice Negroni. Ugh. It's Italy, okay? And thank you for specifying ice Negroni. Thank you. (laughs) If you if you order it up. You've failed. You've done a re- bad job. Yes. You're also going to want to be sort of standing around, just sort of not even caring. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to want like a slit down the leg oh. and then a hand on the hip a lot of the time. I so. think you should arrive in glasses <laughs> and then take them off. I like a quick Ooh, change. Yeah, and that way really also, if nice. you were rude to anybody with the glasses later in the party, you're a totally different person. Different person. They're not going to realize. Like, do you remember that girl with the glasses? You can refer back to her. Yeah. That girl with the glasses was so Oh, that was yes. crazy. I'm glad she died on the dance floor. Uh-huh. She was killed. She was. <laughs> it was she crazy. was stomped. Yeah, she was stomped. She was stomped. She got stomped at yes. the hops. Um, try using the royal we. We are excited. Okay. <laughs> try, <laughs> try, try it now. Try it out now. We are so excited. Okay. Okay. Hey. Not very creative, but really well executed. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is the biggest risk here that your boyfriend thinks that you're white trash or that the family thinks that you're white trash? No, that they are going to think I'm white trash. Look, he is not a fancy person at all, gotcha. but they already know that I love him for it. And you want them to think you are sort of the diamond in the rough that he found that that is pulling him out of his mm. um, mediocrity into luxury? I mean, maybe not pulling him out of it, but you're comfortable you know, with it. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Can I throw out a yeah. suggestion? Yeah. I, I think like every 15 minutes, just turn to someone nearby and go, where are those hors d'oeuvres? Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Im- <laughs> important um, addition to the vocabulary, heavens. Heavens. Oh, As heavens. an exclamation. Yeah. Oh, I'm liking that. Heavens. I'm liking that. I think it's also important to note here that rich people are just white trash with a little that has been put in the garbage already. <gasps> oh, well, I mean, you yeah. know the sort of suplex move to do to rich people is to outrich them by dressing very casual. Oh, actually, that is a really rich Ooh. thing to do. Yes. Like sneakers that suck. A hoodie. Wait. And a hoodie. That's Wait. very tech. Streetwear. Streetwear. Yes. <laughs> to the wedding. Adidas. So that's way I should wear sneakers and a hoodie then? Yeah. If you dress casually, people are going to think that you have big money. <laughs> oh, a lot cash. of money. Always yeah. be on a call. Always be on a call. Sorry, I have to take this. Hello? What? What do you, you mean? Answer the, you answer the call, you go, what? What? <laughs> go? <laughs> Stop. Vanessa, enough. <laughs> Vanessa. Yeah. So I think that you're probably going to be okay here, but the main thing to remember is that, um, actually, I have found this because I've interacted with several very rich people mm-hmm. in my lifetime, mm-hmm. and I've found that you being the authentic you, I mean, it depends on what kind of weird they are, but like, Typically, rich people do kind of like to glom on to a fun poor. They do. And I have been that fun poor sometimes. And I think that that's actually maybe a good situation for you to be in. Okay, that's great. So ignore everything we've said so far. Everything we said up until this point can be done. We're done with it. It's shit. Yes. I do feel like you could go in and just be your small town Colorado self. Yeah. And they'd really get a kick out of that. They like an eccentric. Lots to think about. Okay. What's your favorite piece of advice we've given you? Yeah. <laughs> the favorite of the four kind of disparate ideas that we've posited. How am I supposed to choose one? I wow. Know. They're also they're all so good, really. But we just hope you have the best time. Truly. And, and also, you know, try and catch that bouquet and turn that boyfriend into a husband. Yes. Husband. My parents are in Italy right now, and I'll tell them to make room for you. Yeah. You can stay with Nick's parents. Yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, hey, thanks so much for calling in. You have a fantastic evening. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Bonsoir. Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy. 
with Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like all that juicy, juicy green stuff. I loved I thought it was like fantastic, and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. I do think that something that a real rich likes, sort of a fun little rich person, they do like an eccentric person who's sort of beneath them. They do. That they can be like, oh, my funny little, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then it sounds like she was having a hard time just making a decision about anything. Uh, that can yeah. be difficult. That yeah. can be difficult. I mean, that's why... These two people are about to get married, but she still has a boyfriend. Oh, Nicholas. He didn't say fiance. Wow. That's okay. True. Easy. I hope you find the dress. I, well, listen, I love our guests and I love all of our guests. All of our all guests. Of our guests. <laughs> all yeah, of our yeah, guests. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course. Of course. We're permanent fixtures. Yeah, now. You guys yeah, live yeah. here now. Yeah. We're, yeah. Your, we're your fun, trashy little sidekicks. Little side- <laughs> your little piggies. <laughs> My little piggy guys. Piggy nation. <laughs> piggy nation. Let's get to another call here. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be a call that I think you guys are going to be extremely helpful on. Okay. God. Hi. I'm extremely gay, Ugh. but I. <laughs> I'm very gay, but it's hard for people to tell visually. Mm. What are some tips and tricks? I'm sorry. I'm so high. I'm just going to call back. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. And we use the first one. So let's go ahead. Oh, my God. Get a sort of insider's guide to what's going on here. Hello? Hello. You called perfect person, and I'm here to call you back. (laughs) I sure did. I'm here with Very Gay Paint. Hi. Hi, I'm so glad there's a gay person. There are two, <laughs> there are two even. There are two. Yeah. Get this. <laughs> are you still blasted? So hard. You're oh, zooted right you're now. real out there. Harder. Walked on the scene zooted. Harder. So you're zooted up right now, and I think that no better time than now yeah. is to really help you solve your problem. Yeah. So why don't you give us a little bit more context about what you were trying to do with your life. We are going to leave with you perfect. Thank you. So um, I'm real gay, but it mm. seems like no one can tell. Mm-hmm. 
the last thing I want is for people to think that I'm like straight. I don't want to yes. say straight person. Okay. No, that's <laughs> fair. I think. No, that's very fair. Well, no, no offense. No, I mean, it's human. No offense if there's straight yeah. people present. But also, you need people to know that you're gay so of you course. can date them. I need people to know. I'm, I, seriously, I need every girl to know. Yeah. I wear rainbow glasses, but I also like. That's not it. Wear pink. <laughs> That is unfortunate. That's ally behavior. Yeah. Wow. I don't have an undercut. Well, I don't. What do you I, perceived as? Well, straight. People think I'm a straight woman yeah. okay. pretty exclusively. Okay. Sure. And that's not what I'm going for. And no, we can't even not. really do like flannels anymore because they're like boyfriend shirts now. Well, yes. I mean, Ooh. all, I feel that all um, queer wear mm-hmm. um, from the last five years has now been co-opted and we can't, I mean, I, sure. and now we can't queer even people, do rainbows because then I'm like a P-flag mom. Of course. And, and queer people are now starting to dress very straight. Yes. Interesting. Well, it's so, sort of a, yeah, the tides are turning. Is that I, the secret? I mean, I thought overalls, but even that's not really cracking it. Yeah. Wait, where do you live? Florida. Uh, I'm in Clearwater, so it's like old people in Scientology. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I do feel like in a place like Florida, though, your signals can be more subtle because, I don't know, it's Florida, a fairly conservative area. So I feel like like other people in your community are going to be looking for other gay people. I got to say maybe, but also like... The, I mean, there. I would say there's much less room for nuance. Oh, sure. You want to be direct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think per, maybe it's more your personality? I don't know. I feel like this personality is very gay. I'm just asking questions. I don't know them. Do you have a straight personality? Yeah, do, you have a, do you have straight interests? What? And I just want to hear from you first before you answer, caller. What would you define as a few just straight interests that we can kind of get out there? I would say uh, baskets. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sorry, baskets. Baskets. Carnival. Yes. That is. Sho- These are both shocking. To me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For, yeah. Uh, straight, straight. I women. mean, I like Legos. I feel like Legos are pretty gay. Those are very gay. Yes. Yeah. Um. So maybe Lego merch. <laughs> Have you? Is there's a, a Lego land in Florida? No. Or is that just San Diego? There is. So I just- should I just walk around like handfuls of Legos and yes. like yes. every time I stop near any kind of surface, I just like quickly assemble them in front yeah. of any women that might be present. Yeah. Yes. I think yes. what you can do is throw them under the feet of other women that you want their attention. And then they're, they're going to step on it. Hurt. Yeah. You yeah. have to, someone has to they pick them up. Fall, mm. I catch them. Oh, Maybe, maybe I rub their feet or something. Accustomed right. to maybe. well, feet rubbing could be interesting, but I think a custom t-shirt It's a clear signal. Yeah, something that says I love Legos and dating my wife. And then we want to, and then you say, "Sorry, let me follow up." Dating my wife and others, and others also, because it's sort of an open thing. Or you could sort of put a little piece of tape in front of wife, ex-wife. Yeah, I love Legos and dating my (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife. I'm still dating. I love my wife, and I'm looking for more. Oh, wait, are you actually married? Um, I'm engaged. Oh, 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 great. Okay, so you are in an open thing. Okay. Not then, to take this in a different way. Mm, no, well, no, there's this is no other way. This is fantastic. Okay, cool. So you are in an open thing. I actually think that, I mean, if you're hopping on dating apps, that is a much. And when I'm with her, people know I'm gay because well, of course. you can tell she's gay. Sure. Oh, yeah. oh. Okay. okay, cool. And what about your partner? Do you feel people are identifying as uh, objectively gay That's that you are not adopting? Mm-hmm. Well, she has, you know, she's got kind of a mohawk that's blue. Yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> kind, kind of a mohawk that's and blue. And she wears a lot of, like, tank, like shirts with the sleeves cut off, mm-hmm. like yeah. like a deep, like deep tank top arm pit hole. Yeah, yeah. she's gay. And, like, sometimes she wears basketball shorts. Yeah, she's, she's gay. gay. And, and I'm gay, too, but even, like, wearing a rainbow tank top doesn't help because no. it just looks like I... And I don't want to look like I'm an ally. That's gross. Yes, yeah, the worst you can. That's not what like. I'm looking for. But no. you're going to inevitably be gay in a different style than your partner. Yeah, sure. Um, and there this are three hard. ways to be gay. Yes. Right. Yeah. So obviously we have mohawk basketball shorts cut off the sleeves of your shirt. Sort That's of a blue style mohawk, number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Style two blue man group. So turtleneck. Bald, full body uh, blue paint. That's one of the categories. This is helpful because yes. I'm learning a lot. Studying yeah, yeah, yeah. the drums. Yeah. Percussion. Percussion. Nothing is actually queerer than percussion. 
<laughs> so if you carry drumsticks around with you, I think that could be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think Jensen could better describe the third way to be gay. The than third I could. one is um, uh, milkmaid. So jugs. Really? Yeah, you want to present like corseted jugs out. Oh you the St. Pauli girl from St. Paul like, Beer. Jugs are almost always out, yes. but I think that yes. is causing more of a problem. For it's me. giving sort of spring break. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's giving this spring is break hard. It's giving hot girl summer, not hot gay summer. Yes. Oh wow. Have you ever thought just like right, just straight up? everything that you own just embroider I'm gay on it that's not bad that is giving ally as well sometimes we'll wear a shirt that says <laughs> no that's not ally it's, it's giving, giving ally I, unfortunately yeah that, that's the worry I think if you get I, too uh, on the nose it is giving that says no hetero but I you know it gets dirty but it gets dirty I can see like why. the interactions get dirty or the shirt. The shirt. Oh, the shirt gets dirty. Okay. Okay. So like I can buy seven shirts that say no hetero and just wear every day. I okay. do think the novelty merch, if it's not Legos is always going to be giving ally. You could get a shirt. Okay. You could do, I'm gay and I'm not an ally. Not a, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you are. A, Don't worry. I'm not an ally. Yes. Reluctantly gay. Reluctantly gay. I'd give anything for this not to be the case, but goddamn it. I'm excitedly yeah. enthusiastic gay. I just want people to know it. Have you ever sure. thought also, about? I'm sorry about interrupting. It's hard to tell on the phone when it's my turn. It's okay. You're also <laughs> zooted. You're totally yeah, you're lucky. zooted. And I appreciate the deep honesty. Yeah. In that yeah. One. And the style of gay that Jensen and I are, are is uh, interrupting style. Can I ask you like where, <laughs> like in what places, like what environments are you wanting people to know you're gay? Like, mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, um, like the plasma donation center. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I, just, I know you're, you're breezing past. You're about to go to Dave and Buster's or something, but I'd love if we could linger here. Is there someone that you're trying to hook up with at the plasma donation center? Madam plasma. <laughs> no, no. Mm. I mean, no one specifically like two to three people. At the, everyone at the plasma donation center is hot. Yeah, of course. Seems hot and gay. I, hot gays at like, the plasma you know, donation center. This sounds like it's gonna get very specific. It's uh, gonna like what <laughs> we're really trying to lean away from that. How much more specific? How much more? Well, I just we think get? we're gonna really dive into this specific person that. Yeah. She's wanting the attention. Well, from. I feel like we probably should hear a little bit more about you, the person you're crushing on, or the two to three people at the plasma center that you are interested in. Yes. There's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not about it. It's not about communicating specifically to a person because I could go to that person and say, Hey, um, I'm gay and I'm here for you. And I come here twice a week for, for you to put this needle in me. Um, uh, yeah. but I want to be able to, <laughs> I want to be able to communicate passively to everyone's passive perception oh, yes. that, um, I'm a big gay. Okay, so here's because a, if they want to approach me, I don't mm -hmm. want them to feel like they can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here's a good question. So you're at the plasma donation center. You're taking a phone call. Oh my god, <laughs> got a phone call. You pick up the phone. Oh yeah. Well, I am gay, and you're sort of having a conversation. <laughs> yeah. About being gay <laughs> yeah, on the phone. That's true. Is that unfortunately giving ally? <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of taking a call from my wife and just talk really loudly about how. She yeah. wants me to date people. Right. Oh, yeah. You could keep, you could be like, my wife is calling yeah, me. Oh, my wife is calling me again. Hello. You oh, my wife is calling. Mm -hmm. She's so annoyed I don't have a date right yeah. now. It's How, sort of, annoyed you could I'm be at like, the plasma center single. Right. Oh, my wife is calling. We're straight, we're in an open thing. Yeah. And so it's annoying <laughs> that I'm at the plasma center. I mean, just, people in open boy. relationships do like to mention it kind of immediately upon meeting you. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I think, necessary. I of actually course. am starting to think it's more important that people can tell you're in an open relationship than, 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 than that you're gay. Than that you're gay. Probably. Well, I when a woman... Is it? it typically no, what I find... Okay. just thought that'd be fun to no, say. No, I, I, I don't think you're wrong. If men in an open relationship... No, what you want. That's dangerous. Yeah, Not that's with those knockers out like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want men to know that there's nothing here for them. Yeah. Ooh, here we go. This is our in. Instead of attracting women, we need to dispel men. This is our in. This is how I we think get in. We need to be dressing in a way. Sure. We need to be dressing in a way that violates the expectation of the male gaze. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> no, I love this. I want to so cover the jugs. Yes. Yeah. The jugs are going to probably have to go. Or make the jugs disgusting. Cover them in slop. 
Okay, this is like the well, you gotta be pig careful. thing. You got to be careful. Those swamp men, they love. They love they're from Florida. They're hot off the kayak. They like those looking for slugs. Muggy jugs. <laughs> Muggy jugs. Scientologists love fat natchies. Ultimately, though, I think if there is someone specific that you want to add to your repertoire, are they somebody that works at this facility? There's two people. There's two people. Two Just write, write, I'm gay on a piece of paper and like slide it across. Sh- like when they're taking my vital. Don't yeah. tell them you're gay. Show them you're gay. Show them you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, like, you, you know, like a picture's worth a thousand words. So let them take a picture of you being gay in the Blasma Center. Yeah. Slide, slide a nude across the table. Don't, well, let's not do that. Well, let's be careful here. <laughs> you're right. I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, thank you for your time. Absolutely. And, uh, sorry about this kind of. No, thank you for calling in. I I this do... conversation was a straight line. It was absolutely beautiful. And I appreciate you calling in. You have a fantastic evening and you get back to that plasma center and you show them what you've got. Mm. With their consent. <laughs> With their consent. Thank you. Of course. Absolutely. Right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was gorgeous. We're perfect. That one's, yeah, that yeah. one was hard. Sure. I don't know how to tell a woman to look gay. I had no issues with that one. Oh, great. I just felt that I was- Yeah, you felt you were on top of it. Of I course. was really trying to solve it. Yeah. I think that's where I went wrong. So you guys are sipping on a cold brew, I've noticed. Sipping on a cold brew. Yeah. I love a cold brew, but I think it's too much for me. Oh, okay. yeah. I get scared about the panic attack part. Yes. I, I have like three of them a day. So I've built up three a day. Yeah, it's not good. Are you feeling like when you feel anxious, are you like, I wonder why that is? Or is it like, oh, I have um, never not felt anxious. <laughs> so I just at this point, it's a part of my experience. I I love that. I feel like I ha- I used to drink so much more cold brew. And then I don't know, something happened where all of a sudden it started really hitting me way deeper. Yeah, oh. I feel like it did get stronger recently. <laughs> Like in the past couple of years, they it's made like it stronger. Weed has gotten stronger. Yeah, yeah. Globally, cold brew. Yeah, has gotten strength. more concentrated. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I used to be have a really like sort of anxiety focused reaction to a lot of cold brew. Yeah, and then lately, no. It's just. What, it's did you <laughs> hey Nick, thank you for saying that. It's well. Listen, it's no. It's I just mysterious. we were talking, and like you putting that in there was so like we needed it. Well, I just want to say, hey, I'm having the opposite experience <laughs> of what you're saying. I don't want the audience to think that this is sort of like a I, holistic I view of put, what could happen. I think that that would be good on a T-shirt in a way. Hmm. Your quote, right? You just said right yeah. there. I used to sort of have an anxious reaction. To cold you brew said bit. I used to have anxious reactions to cold brew, yeah. but now, now cold brew turns my pussy out. out. <laughs> I would say, I'm going to say that was maybe the last time that having a lot of cold brew made me not act right. <laughs> I still can't believe you said that. I yeah. can. <laughs> We've got another call here. Uh-huh. All right, Miles. Oh, God. Thoughts on moving in with your boyfriend, but he wants to sleep in separate rooms. I really don't know how I feel about that because um, I like snugs. So let me know what you think. I'm thrilled. I'm open to the idea that that could work for some people. Yeah. I actually think that it's an awesome idea. Really? Me too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Jensen and I toyed for a while with what, while we were dating with perhaps moving into a place where we could have separate rooms. Yeah. That's fun. I guess because it, it would give you a sense of independence and privacy. A hundred percent. And I think the, um, you know, for too long, the the touchstone or the, the normal has been sort of as codependent as possible. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I think anything we can do to brace against that, um, almost cultural inevitability, the better. Right. Um, you know, Prue Leith, the judge from great British bake off, (laughs) her and her husband do not live in the same house. That is interesting. Yeah. That's ideal. That's ideal to me. I got to say, I mean, because uh, I like to coexist in the same space at the end of the day, but then we sort of do our dalliances throughout the day. And at the end, we rejoin sure. in, mm. into our uh, our room where we sleep. See, my thing is you have to go to bed. So if you've made the, I mean, just we have to sleep. Yeah. So if you've made the pact that like the thing that we always do together is sleep at this thing that we have to do. Yeah. You've been like, we're, st- we're this is it. We're stuck. You know what I mean? Like that it is a like necessity that we, we are, we don't make the choice to end up together at the end of each day. We are just sort of out of habit or necessity ending up together at the end of each day. Sure. When we have separate spaces where we sleep, something we have to do us seeing each other is forever elective. That is really interesting. I will say there is a privilege element to that, to where you have enough money 
Yeah, to, that's to just a like really maintain your own space. Yeah, right. yeah, but two separate adorable bedrooms. Sure. Right. So yeah. those, those people who are in relationships exclusively because it makes rent half as expensive, yeah, cannot do this move. No, no, definitely. I will say, out of convenience, so me and my wife started dating, uh, you know, a little over five years ago, and we moved in after three months. But like I started dating and then I moved into the house where you guys painted the mural after three months. And we were like, and it turned out that it was so wonderful. And obviously we've gotten married. We have a son now, but Mm -hmm. had like, we only did that because we didn't have money. We were like, hey, this seems like a good idea. And we don't have any money. So like, let's do this easily. We had friends that were like, are you sure? Like that seems really soon. And it's just like, I would keep my, like, I guess I would keep another place if I could afford to have both, but I just don't. But also when it works, it works. You know yeah, what right. you need. You know what you want. Right. right? It sounds yeah. like this guy knows what he wants. And it's just curious if she wants the same thing. Hello? Hello. You called the perfect person, and I'm here to call you back to tell you about your relationship. I'm here with Very Gay Paint. Hi. Hello. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Now you have a boyfriend and you're thinking about living together and he's saying, actually, what if it's two bedroom style? And I'm curious about your take on it. Yeah. So we've only been dating for like almost a year and we were talking about moving in together and he's like, I feel like the ideal situation is two separate bedrooms. (laughs) And I just like, I don't know how I feel about that because I love cuddles i love attention and i just feel like i'll be so sad when he's like okay good night bye well here's the thing so i think probably you should tell him that stuff or did you already and what did he say we have already like discussed it in depth Uh and he he like is aware of how my how i will feel and stuff like that but he said he will try his darn best to make sure i don't feel like left out i don't know if that's like the right word, but I'm still apprehensive about it just because I know how easily my feelings would get hurt. Do you guys spend the night with each other now? Yes, we do. And see, he's like the lightest sleeper in the world. And I hate to be that girl, but your girl snores. (laughs) Okay, wait. So this just sounds like it's practical. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he wants space away from you. It sounds like he wants to be able to cohabitate and get a full night of rest, no? No, and I I totally feel that. I'm just very nervous that it will feel more like a roommate situation, more like yeah, roommates with benefits situation rather than like like a significant other. I mean, it's a sense. great screenplay title, and also go for it. Jensen. I was gonna say, has he has he explicitly said like, yeah, I'm going to be sleeping in that room, and you're going to be sleeping in that one, in the other one, or I mean, is it just there in case? So, so he has his own space. You know what I mean? You guys will probably still be sleeping in the same bed some nights. Yeah. And see, I think that is like the plan. I think cause he's like, cause I asked him, I'm like, okay, well, there, can there be some nights where I'm like, Hey, can I come over or you come over? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But he's like, but, but he's like, it can't turn into every night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this is interesting because I am probably in the headspace that you would be in. I would have my concerns as well. And I think it's like, do you, well, let me turn it on you. Do you think that this is indicative of a, of that it is too early or too late to move in with each other? Or do you feel like this is a bump in the road that you'll be able to like settle with and be okay with when it's happening? See, I feel like it's more like a bump in the road okay, and I'm just apprehensive on like I'm just worried about it not working out just like in my part just because I know I feel like I just have very sensitive feelings and I I do talk about my feelings very openly and very uh right away yeah (laughs) which is probably good I think it's good to talk about your feelings but yeah do you worry do you worry that making the choice to have the room as a way to assuage that you might have a difficult time with your feelings about it is making him in a way responsible for your feelings and do we feel like that? Honestly, maybe a little bit, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, have you have you noticed any other like signs of like a lack of commitment? Mm. Here we go. Mm, see, here's the thing. I was engaged previously, okay, okay. and it obviously didn't work out, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I'm just nervous about this being the reason why this doesn't work out. Yeah. 
So again, have you noticed any other signs of a lack of commitment anywhere within him? Honestly, no. He is okay. 100% into it. There we okay. go. Which is good. I feel like I have no reason to worry, but I still am worried. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> do you know yes. what do you know what attachment styles are? Uh, yes, I've heard of some. <laughs> do you do you feel like you might be anxiously attached? It, most definitely. Yeah. I definitely am too. And so this just sounds like it's coming from that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it sounds like what you're saying is that it's a great relationship. He supports you. He gives you what you want. And I think, Nick, you're probably right where like there are certain things about relationships that are just like coded as how we do them. Like it's like, oh, we've seen movies. This is how that works and probably how it's worked for a very long time. But there's probably room for you to be able to do something slightly new as long as you're feeling cared for in all of the other ways. Uh, I mean, you know, candidly, this would not be, this would not necessarily be my first choice for how to move into something, but he's also making a compromise to what he would love, which is that you both sleep soundlessly through the night and you don't snore and he sleeps perfectly. And this feels like sort of like he's also having to compromise to get what you both want, which is to live together. Absolutely. I mentioned something before we got on the call with you, but do you watch The Great British Baking Show? I love that show. <laughs> so, you know Prue the judge? Yes. You know, she um, lives in a different house from her husband. And they have been married for, okay. I think like tw maybe 20 something, 30 something years. There you go. Yes. And so do my grandparents. <laughs> really? There oh, that's go. so interesting. What a okay. say. Wow. So, I it sounds like you'll be okay. And like, in my parents' In their older years, they ended up getting separate rooms just because they both like have tons of sleeping issues and whatnot. But I'm just, I just feel like I don't want that. But I'm willing to, I guess, see how it works in I mean, my the, relationship. The cool thing about having the separate rooms is that you always have the opportunity to yeah. sleep in one room. And then you also have the opportunity to sleep in separate rooms. If there is only one room... You don't have a choice. And then you have the creeping, um, the specter of what if we're only together because of obligation, because there isn't another choice. You know what I mean? Yeah, How nice to share a bed and be like, we both elected to do this because there was an option. Yeah. It's like the white Lotus couple. That's like, we just every several years or whatever, we decide if we're going to stay together for the next, you know, five mm. or whatever. You know, that is true because I mean, we live, we have separate apartments right now. Mm -hmm. So like if we don't, plan on staying in each other's apartment like a couple days ago for example he's like hey i know this is unexpected but you just want to come over and stay the night and i'm like oh, really yeah so maybe yeah. that could be like kind of the same but just within a household yeah yeah i think that that's nice i mean look every relationship's different and you just have to communicate with each other so you can figure out what's the exact thing for you i think it's also reasonable for you to be like because some part of my brain and the way that I'm mm -hmm. feeling makes me think that there is um, an intimacy lost from us not sharing this time together when we sleep. Mm -hmm. How can we introduce intimacy in new ways that we didn't expect? Yeah. Um, that that's just a different, that's different. That reminds me that we have an intimate and loving relationship because we're not sleeping next to each other. Absolutely. You know, I love that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, this is fascinating to me. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious to see how it all goes for you. Uh, but yeah, you're the best. And I think you're also being a great partner by listening to what it is that your partner wants and trying to figure out what's, you know, going to be the thing. 100%. Wow. Absolutely. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. Okay, no problem. You have a fantastic night. Yeah. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Wow. I knew I wasn't going to be able to be goofy and silly because this is something I feel passionate about. It's really interesting to me because it's, it's, it's absolutely foreign to my concept of like what my needs are in a relationship. Uh -huh. But I think you're completely right where like for some people, it, it probably, uh, it takes the pressure off of like, yeah, are we just doing this out of obligation? Are we just doing this out of routine? Like to have to choose to, you know, have intimacy there. It's I would really say cool. many relationships are unfortunately habits. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think it's interesting to, to make yourself look at whether the relationship is actually working yeah. and not just being like, well, I'm comfortable because that's what I'm used to. As someone who's perfect and has been perfect in every relationship. Perfect person. <laughs> As someone who has perfectly navigated all of the romantic <laughs> All right, let's take one last call here. Okay. Hi, Miles and Sidekicks. Oh my my God. problem is that I married a man who was previously a bouncer at a gentleman's club, and he currently has an aversion to 
sexy lingerie. What do I do to keep things spicy in the bedroom? Thanks. Um, that caller has one of the sexiest voices I've ever heard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was nice. Sultry. Yes. Hi, Miles. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. You called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Very Gay Paint. Hi, caller. Hi. Hello. Um, now, it, I, we heard your voicemail, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested in your husband's aversion. Uh, what is going on? <laughs> I'm very interested in your husband's aversion. <laughs> what is inter- uh, what's going on okay. in your life? Why don't you give us a little debrief? Okay. So uh, my husband and I um, have been together for quite some time now, so about a decade. Nice. Um, but the aversion is he was a bouncer at a strip club prior to meeting me. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Anytime I try to introduce, you know, like sexy lingerie or anything I, I kind of deem as spicy, he, I think, is like reminded of this past trauma. And mm, huh. it's like a turnoff for him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, when you okay. say anything spicy, does yeah. that, is that all outfit related or are the other spicy things activities that he also feels averse to? Um, so it's mainly the outfits. Um, but like if I like... I swear it's like PTSD because if I play it like music and I try to do a little number or something, <laughs> yeah. um, it's like it, it goes completely south. Oh, that's so interesting. And, and it's so it's so it's so bad. In fact, I mean, mind you, we've been together a long time, right? right. Like, yeah, right. we don't have problems in the bedroom, mm-hmm. but Hell yeah. you know, you just kind of want to switch things up over time, right? Uh-huh. But if I like, <laughs> if I start to like buy some sexy lingerie or, or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just try to do something different. It'll get to the point where he like pumps the brakes and he says, Oh, you know, that reminds me of there's specific of course. Um, individuals that's, from his past. Um, really so. interesting. So I guess like, is he, he had a bad experience at that club. That was not a fun job, I'm guessing. And he doesn't want to be reminded of that while you're sort of cooking it up for him, spicy style. That's it. And, you know, I I hesitate in sharing too many details because I listen to the pod religiously. (laughs) So I'm certain he's going to hear this eventually. Um, Uh, But he actually has, I have a stepdaughter from one of his exes who was a stripper. So he fell in love with a stripper. Nice. Um, You know, of course, had a kid with her. And so I, I think just every time I try to like do something he's just like oh i don't like this person sure. so i don't know if it's the strip club if it's the stripper or what it is well can i add, okay so i'm getting lingerie i'm getting like sexy dance are there other specific things that you've tried um i mean no we're pretty candid with each other so yeah. uh-huh. you know like if i just come across something i'm like hey i, I heard people like this let's give this a shot he's pretty open to it so I think it's like the performance piece of it. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Ooh. Now, performance, it seems like he's not really into. However, would a sort of like, you know, you're a milkmaid and you're sort right. of in garb or you're playing a big funny character. If we, <laughs> a big funny character. <laughs> if we start to lean more into the world of LARPing. Yeah, if you're LARPing, if you're sort of just like a <laughs> leprechaun, is there anything fun and flirty that feels actually very safe and dorky almost that's outside of the activities of like performative sexual, you know. Something like, a stripper could not get away with. Yeah, strippers could not dress up like a leprechaun and that's a fact. <laughs> but I'm curious if you try something that's like more fun, dorky and innocent, if that might work better. See, I have not. And so mm-hmm. admittedly, we, we have a good time. Like we are the kind that can laugh at each other, that's even great. in the bedroom. Oh, that's great. So this is the quality advice I come for because that never occurred to me. I was leaning too far into stripperella right. versus yeah. like I think we're pulling our references specifically from a place that is a no 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 zone so I think if we start pulling sexual references from other parts of the sex lexicon we're gonna hit gold sexicon the, the sex thank you yeah. have you okay does he have like have you guys talked about like fantasies yeah not really I mean mostly just like who well, what do you like as far as you know positions or sure we haven't really gone so far in as like the role playing or um, bedroom LARPing, as you call it. Bedroom LARPing is a brilliant thing <laughs> to call it. Yes. And also, I think that, yeah, like you're saying, like what he's also not liking is maybe the uh, the the seriousness mm-hmm. of it, like a serious emphasis of a lingerie or a dance or a performance. So maybe making it sillier and like 
kind of like giggling your way through some sort of ridiculous scenario, that might actually work really well for him because it takes the pressure off of it being some big, you know, show. Yeah, that could be really fun. I will say something that has that is very fun is like, okay, here's just a pitch. Have you guys ever like done like <laughs> it's it, okay? It's it, it like car stuff. Like oh, you're talking like fast and the like, furious, like so car sorry, stuff, like, like, like in fluent, a car, yeah, like yeah. Like being I like a little much, like dangerous. Love, like you really buttered that up. I thought it was gonna be something so weird. You were like, "Have you ever um, yeah, yeah like yeah, a yeah. <laughs> like a car?" You I immediately thought daddy. you were asking if I'm dressed up like Lightning McQueen. That's I was also thinking like well, dressing up fun like and the, goofy. the girls with the flag. No, but Cars even like stuff. where you're doing it could be fun and like a fun change of pace and sure. like a little exciting, a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we've dabbled the the car stuff okay, um, for okay. sure. So. Yeah, and I, I can certainly just, again, we can have the candid conversation and you just come out and ask and say like, hey, if this isn't working for you, what is? Yeah. At the same time, I want to feel sexy too, right? So, right. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. I heard one of you suggest Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. What other fun Ooh. things should I maybe look into? Well, what's his favorite movie? Yes. Oh, his favorite movie. And or TV show. Um. So he likes anime. He's always watching oh, anime. So I can really lean into like that's what he wants. Okay, a hundred million percent. There's so much to draw from. That him. is what he wants. Anime is one of the horniest mediums, yes. and that is what's great about it. <laughs> wow. And I think that if you can find out what type of anime a cosplay would go along with, well. oh, I yeah. fully agree. A big time. Yes, there is so much creative. Oh, yeah, that could be really fun. There, yeah, yes. yeah. You were sitting on the golden egg this whole mm-hmm. time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anime is like that's a cheat code to his heart. So okay, so I'll I'll lean into the anime stuff. Yes, and I mean anime is I, close. I've seen neighbors. those images before: short skirts, a bowl of ramen. Like yeah. we'll make it a whole thing. <laughs> short well, skirts, a bowl of ramen. <laughs> a hot soup feels that's like, like a, that's a like candle play. Sickening yeah, wrap. Like I guess. Ooh, yeah, hot soup could be like a candle, candle wax. Play, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pour the pour the miso. You could try like me. like a scary witch. <laughs> Yeah, a spooky mm, witch, a spooky like one witch. of those Miyazaki witches. Yeah, <laughs> like Yubaba from Spirited mm-hmm. Away. Uh huh. Um, I do think you know, uh, anime is also a spiritual neighbor to cosplay. So we are playing yeah. around in kind of the same pools here. Mm-hmm. I think you, your work's cut out for you in a really, actually fun and exciting way. Here. Yeah, you, I agree. you get to go. You get to like be like more novel. And strippers are not doing, and it's a misstep on their part. They're mm-hmm. not doing the anime shit that would get them. If there was an anime strip club, oh, it would oh make my God. millions of dollars. All right, let's get. Oh masters. wow! Yeah, <laughs> wait, yes. literally. Edit that, is, edit that out so uh, that we can. Yeah, <laughs> sort of business plan. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I, there must there must be. I'm just like, how, wait, like how, maybe in Japan. There I mean, has in Japan, to be. there must be. But I'm like, even in the United States, yes, a demand probably. Well, there's a very specific demographic that you're speaking to there. So yeah, yeah I'm sure pretty, they're, they're willing to throw their money specific at specific than you'd think. think it's and pretty general. It's pretty general, and also people. People doing power ups like they're yeah. doing an anime. <laughs> the ways like two, that like this two fans sounds like an like intersection theater. of drag and stripping. It really does. It's yeah. getting me so fun. excited. That would be really, really good. The girl from Street Fighter. <laughs> you know who I'm talking Julie? about? Julie. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Doing this, and she goes. Oh, that's perfect. Hey. I'm. I'm- so I can lean into that all day. Oh my god! I think you got a really fun weekend ahead of you. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you both. I, I definitely uh, I'm taking some mental notes here. I'm going to start um, having those candid conversations with him. Mm-hmm. Order some some fun cosplay outfits. Yes, absolutely. Reclassify what I deem sexiness in the bedroom. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, get out there and have some fun. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling me back. Congrats on all your success. Thank you. All right. Bye. So I she said she appreciated both of us. Who she, who which two she thought were the, yeah, which two people she thought were the same person. Oh, that's really interesting. Or I mean, if she like, knew it was three and she just only appreciated two. Right, I appreciate a, yeah. the both of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like we have similarly low voices maybe. Well, uh, we have one final segment for you. It's a segment we like to call Get Real. Uh... Now, uh, you two are both very, very funny. Uh, I love uh, the content that you put out and stuff like that. Obviously, your art is beautiful. Uh, But also, I'm curious, what is something... And this is a segment where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. Uh, What's something that you're working on lately? 
for yourself. It could be something small, like you're just trying to get up early or something like that. But what is something that you have been just like actively thinking about in your life that you would like to shift or move? Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Does the music stay playing over the whole segment? Wow. Okay. I have such an urge to sing. I cannot. Me too. Even Please do. By the way, don't hold back a sing. <laughs> Nothing could be more great. vulnerable than singing. I know, right? Let's see. A couple things I've been working on. Yeah. Sorry, we're supposed to be genuine. Jesus Christ. Um, I have been. <laughs> this is psychotic. The music is, is really, really funny. <laughs> yeah. My relationship to my dad. No, I'm just kidding. I love my dad. Um, I think earnestly, you know, Jensen and I are doing a lot of work on our friendship right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, That's we were when the company started, we were lovers. Yeah. If right. you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and then a little uh, around a year ago, we broke up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, sure. But we still work together. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we both really love the company and we love the work we do together and collaborating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a really difficult transition to navigate, and I yeah. think it's been uh, getting better all the time. Our friendship, and yeah, right. But it is—it's something that we have to, in order to make work, really actively work on and um, and through. Yeah, being, being friends with your ex is, <laughs> is hard. No, that's a really oh, intense yeah. transition. Did you have a period where you had a break from each other? Yeah, kind of a little bit. I mean, we still had work to do, but we were very like. Um, we, sure. we like yeah. We there was a period where we interacted specifically just for work, just for accomplishing what needed to get done to keep everything afloat. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the last few months, it's fairly new of us interacting when it is not necessary to interact and, oh, and build yeah. it and building what is an actual friendship on top of our um, collaborative relationship. Yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's been nice. And then I think individually for me, I'm really trying to work on um, like. Actually, one like being alone, mm-hmm. two like um, prioritizing myself, yeah, and, which is really hard to do to like, yeah, to make the decisions that are best for you and not just the ones that keep you comfortable. No, totally. I think also like I, thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, being alone is a really interesting thing to prioritize. I mean, I had a therapist at one point be like, because I was sort of. I was trying to figure out all this stuff and whatever. And she was just like, no matter what happens, you're always going to be alone. Like you're going to, you might have love in your life. You might have a big group of friends, but you know, you will just be alone sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you have to really get to enjoy that part. What is something that you've been enjoying about uh, being alone lately? Baking. Oh, that's so great. Or like doing that with myself. But I think like, I think realizing like you, you don't have to like be anything. Like of like just like having a day where you don't get anything done. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can just exist and like exist. I don't have yeah. to accomplish anything today. No, definitely. And that has been such a huge um, realization of like, whoa. Yeah, you can just be a person alive. That's really great. I something I tell my friends a lot with like, um, you know, obviously we live in LA. A lot of people are making a lot of stuff. People are selling shows, whatever. I think it's important, especially for creatives to be like, if you, if any one of my friends or, or me or whatever, if we stop today and don't make anything ever for the rest of our lives, we'll still be very valuable to our communities and to each other. And like to just like the ecosystem of our friends. Like there's so much value put on like, okay, but what's the next thing I'm going to make? And that's like what I'm really bringing to the table. And yeah. it's like, no, like I think in being alone is a part of that. Like being alone, it's just with your thoughts. If you get nothing done like that is still valuable. Yeah. yeah. And I think it opens the door to then exploring things that genuinely, uh, that you have genuine interest in and things that um, fuel you activities that actually give you more energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I found, you know, something I'm working on is that I, spent so long working on things because I felt like I ought to, you know what I mean? Especially creative projects where I'm like, well, I've said that I'm this kind of thing. And so I need to nonstop be working to be the best version of this kind of thing. Even if I get to a point where I'm not enjoying doing that thing anymore. Right. Um, So I think allowing myself the freedom to, like you said, be like, even if I stop doing everything, I still have so much value to myself, to my community, to my family. Um, For me, open the door to be like, cool. Well, if something doesn't feel good to do, especially creatively. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
You don't have to do it. Oh my God. I have so many friends that are like, they write and they fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I know. how, like, that's not a lifestyle. Like just, you know, you don't have to do it. Yeah. You can also love to write sometimes. Yeah, sure. You can that's love to great. write like yeah. when you feel like writing. Right. And I think, um, ah, I love stand up. Yeah. Um, I'm really passionate about it. I have a ton of fun doing it. I'd like to think I'm very good at it. Yeah. Um, but there was a couple month period where I was like writing jokes um, feels like the worst thing in the world to me right now. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't mean that I am not going to feel so excited to do it again. Um, but if I have a different creative interest, I, I just took up sewing like two weeks ago That's and I'm great. loving it. <laughs> um, and I think a past version of me would have spent the time doing this activity that I like, like learning to sew be uh, admonishing myself for not putting that energy into standup, even though writing new jokes was not making me f- have fun. Totally. Yeah. Like just doing the parts of the craft that you really like and when you actually feel like you need to do them. Yeah. And then investing in the person you are rather than the like label you've given yourself. Yeah. That's really great. Um, well guys, thanks so much for doing the show. Yeah. Oh my gosh, of I really course. appreciate it. Uh, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your book? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're coming out with a book on the 30th uh, of May. It's called A Very Gay Book. Yeah. Um, it is a textbook about being gay. <laughs> everything in it's wrong and stupid and made up. And, it's um, so stupid. It's a bunch of mini essays about yes. how everything is gay. It's it's the stupidest thing that yes. we've ever done. That's There's fake so gay fun. history, fake gay science. That's gay really culture. great. Yeah. Really proud of it. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I'm really excited for it to come That's out. super cool. How long have you been working on that book? Um, we started writing it, uh, what, a year and a half ago? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, cool. yeah. And then it, you know, we finished it, we got edited and then it was materials shipping scenario made it, um, coming out right now. <laughs> <laughs> coming out now. Yes. Uh, well that's super exciting. Everyone check it out. Uh, what's the, where can they check it out? Um, kind of anywhere books are sold. Cool. Obviously Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Yep. I believe Urban Outfitters is going to be having it. Um, yeah. yeah. Or, and there's like a link on, if you go to our Instagram at very gay paint, mm-hmm. there's a link in the link tree where you can, uh, it'll take you to a landing page where you can buy from like, um, smaller booksellers too. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. if you're interested in buying it in person or potentially from us, we, if you live in the Santa Monica area, um, we're going to have a pop-up at the Santa Monica place in the that's center really of the fun. mall that'll sell physical copies of our book. Um, and maybe you can come see us and say hi. And then we yeah. also have a live show on June 9th, uh, cool. at the Elysian theater in Frogtown. Yes. And we'll also be selling books there. And we have an amazing musical guest, um, Mr. A to Z, oh. Jason Mraz. So come, come see it. <laughs> That's oh, right. Awesome. You also did Jason Mraz's house. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And now anytime we need him to play on our show, <laughs> right. he does. Please get us some ticket sales. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel I'm very excited for your book to come out and to check it out. And I also feel like it's a book that will do very well like in the window. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I think the cover's gorgeous. Yeah. I just watched someone on Instagram giving reviews of books and yeah. they were like, I just read a very gay book and it is great. Oh. And I don't like the cover. Oh, and I went, that sucks. No, I was like, you're not smart. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Exactly. It's that. beautiful. I love that. Um, well, wonderful. Thank you again for doing the show. Thank you, Thank you so much for having us. This um, was so fun. Uh, well, out there, everyone, is to you listening in your cars, I need you to remember that no matter where you are and what your struggles are, that perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast.